0: Welcome to the Courageous Entrepreneur Show. This is the show that shares information and inspiration to help you break free from self-doubt, limiting beliefs and disempowering patterns, and break through to create the thriving, successful business you dream of and deserve. I'm your host, Winnie Anderson. The show features interviews with entrepreneurs who've overcome amazing challenges to create success on their terms and experts, who share insight and practical information to help you move forward with courage, confidence, and clarity, so you, the introverted, mission-driven entrepreneur, consistently reaches your biggest goals. If you like what you hear, I hope you'll share the show with others. Be sure to visit winnieanderson.com slash Nicole to get the show notes for this episode. As an introvert, it's easy to feel as though you don't quite fit in all the time. The world seems full of extroverts who love to tell us what's wrong with us. I once had a client who had paid about $10,000 to spend the day with a guru. Rather than understand what she was struggling with and what was contributing to her lack of progress on her goals and then creating a game plan that would work for her, he told her she didn't have a big enough why and that's why she hadn't achieved her goals. What we can find hard to deal with is accepting ourselves as we are And creating a plan that works with and supports our core personality with me on this episode is Nicole Eisler Nicole is chief empowerment officer and founder of guts grit and fire community for sensitive visionaries she's a spiritual teacher coach light leader and big-time dreamer herself and she helps other dreamers in various industry segments bring their dreams into the world Her clients are struggling to deal with things like corporate responsibilities, toxic relationships, messy energy, and messy emotions. She helps them close the gap from where they are to living their freedom and feeling fulfilled. Remember, my guests and I aren't giving you specific advice. The information we're sharing is for educational and entertainment purposes only. So if you need help, be sure to seek out a trained professional, whether you need help in the financial tax, business building, physical or mental health care areas, and if you feel triggered by anything in this episode, please get help right away. Listen in as Nicole and I discuss the difference between being sensitive and being easily offended, the difference between being emotional and being dramatic, why embracing and owning your feelings is important to taking back your power, where beliefs come from and how to manage them, how to deal with negative experiences from the past that may have a hold over you, our mission as spiritual beings, why it's not rejection when someone says no to working with you, repurposing your life events, and the role of ego in listening to our intuition. As always, listen all the way to the end where I'll share your cocktail exercise and action step for this episode. All right, Nicole, I'm so excited to have you here today. Oh, my gosh. I cannot wait to
1: dig in and see where we get to go together.
0: That's, <laughs> I'm very excited. Me, too. <laughs> me, too. So I'm, I'm one of these people who, as I shared, I'm anal retentive, but I also like to make sure that we're on the same page with the language that we use. So let's start off with this whole idea of sensitivity. What mm-hmm. When when you use this this term and and the concept of a highly sensitive person can you talk about this what makes somebody sensitive and why are they different from people who are not highly sensitive
1: sure uh, you know on the science side of things it's really our our brains are created differently Where. um super tuned into details, right? We like things a certain way. So first I'm gonna talk about, because that's where I love to start, the empowered version. Now the empowered version is that you you just notice things in a very intricate way where other people may overlook them. You're the one who, uh, you notice the smells, the sights, the light, the temperature shift, the change, right? That's, you're just very in tune with your surroundings, which can also then, now on this flip side, and this is where um, I really work closely with, with clients because this was me. I thought that that was what was wrong with me, right? So I'm always that you're too sensitive. Oh, why are you even paying attention to that? Um, you know, why are you? There was always this why are you? And I would fill in the blank with that way, right? And that way input implied something negative, but... but um, being sensitive is really one of your assets. You are sensitive to other people's feelings, you're sensitive to the environment, you're sensitive to energy. And this can show up, I, you know, everyone's a unique person. I, I really feel that we're all unique in our own way. So it's not a blanket, You know, I don't like it as a blanket term, but there are so many common traits that can help you shine unless, You've been taught, which unfortunately is most of the time, many sensitive have been taught, pushed out of their space. Why do you think that way? Why are you feeling that way? Why can't you let that go? And now there's even a new little trend going on that's being too sensitive means that you're easily offended, which is something entirely different that would be for another show. Easily offended is easily offended, okay, people? Like <laughs> Sensitive to me is a superpower. You have the ability to pick up on things that other people completely overlook. That means you are so powerful at connecting with other people. Connection is huge for us, right? We really lead with our heart and we want a better world. So that's the way that, you know, but scientifically, we're only 20% of the population. And that means we really need to step forward (laughs) and bring these gifts, right? Bring these gifts forward.
0: Yeah, I think that th- that is an important distinction. There's the easily offended person, which is a whole separate group of people. Mm-hmm. And, just, yeah. and then there's this sensitivity to emotions, the environment, and others. Yes. And it's I think of it kind of as being finely tuned into. Mm-hmm what goes on in our environment and i have to tell you i i you know i i am am amening you and and in in so much of what you talk about in general i was watching some of your videos and and looking at your your site and thinking yep yep i (laughs) was in just total denial of this about myself for decades And I think even more than the questioning, why do you feel that way? For me anyway, my experience was the, you don't really feel that way. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. I thought I did. I mean, I just said I did. I feel like I do. So I think, especially as children, so many of us, we're conditioned to deny the emotions that we're yes. experiencing.
1: Yes, and emotions get blamed for a lot of things, right? And they're and, and on the emotion, just there's no good or bad emotion. But if you, some of them are not fun to feel. Let's be real. And then if you feel something, which is only the result of a thought or an experience or a perception of your experience, and someone then tells you that the way you feel is wrong. Or, and I actually had someone in my past who used to tell me all the time, you don't really feel that way. You're not really upset. You're not really hurt. You're not. And I would get so confused. My head would like fireworks explosion. Like, wait, right. what's happening? I, I feel this way. You know, so it's very important to honor how you feel. You feel that way for a reason, but you're not stuck with that feeling, right? right. The feeling, the emotion is to help you cue in to where you are on the feeling scale. Of course, being happy and feeling light and, you know, I move my clients in that direction because, and ch- teaching them how to choose how they want to feel, validating their own feelings, right? So if someone says that to you, you don't really feel that way. You're right. Wait, well, how, what, how do I feel? So it's important for you to come back to your power and to really, you know, take ownership of, that's your space. Those are your, they're called your feelings for a reason. <laughs> they are yours. Right. <laughs> it's your territory. No one gets to define them. And I think that's a lot of the times where this line gets blurred between too sensitive, too emotional. What is that? Too emotional is not the same thing as too dramatic. You see what I'm saying? Like Too emotional, It's I'm having so much emotion right now that I don't know how to process. I don't know what to do with it. And if a lot of people are then also conditioned, which they are, the conditioned mind is, you know well you feel oh no I have anxiety that's bad that, right because that's what society says so all of these things start to play in from the outside influencing really your focus your belief in yourself your because these feelings feel real if right. I feel oh I want I want to do my own podcast I, I want to share I want to help people but <gasps> what if I get laughed at? That's feeling that fear can feel so real that the mind, the conditioned mind then says, oh yeah, remember that time when they laughed at you? Remember that time when they told you to know what you're talking about? And that becomes very believable because physically we experience life physically and we physically experience our emotions. So it's so important to, you know, just wait a minute, I'm feeling this for a reason. Now, what do I want to do with it? Where do I want to go from here? Right? That's the, that's where the power comes in. Yeah, I think not
0: bad guy. I think so much of our fears and what we're telling ourselves comes from our past and and a memory of a time when yeah, well that did happen. Yeah, I was laughed at. I was made fun of. I did say something stupid at one point in my life. Right. So I think right. these things just happen. And then that memory continues to haunt us at times.
1: Here's the, so here's the magical piece where I just blow all that up. (laughs) An experience, a memory is only an experience or a memory, but it was defined by something, right? It was defined by the emotion that got attached to the memory or the experience. So if, if I'm, I don't really have a self-awareness at this point, I'm a teenager, I'm in middle school, I'm. And I'm seeing a pattern in my life where every time I step out or speak or share my feelings, someone shuts me down. They laugh. They, my perception, because your ego wants to protect you at that point and say, don't do that anymore. Don't step out anymore. Don't say those things. And so you develop a belief about that that says, when I step out and share who I am, I'm wrong or I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy. People don't like me. Yeah. They, right? What if in that moment instead, you see people laughing and you think, I must be saying something really good here because I'm I'm getting attention. I must be really on to something because look at how everyone's responding. See, if we had, if our ego only did that for us instead to equip us with, there's something to this, right? So it's not the experience or the memory is my point. It's It's the meaning that we have assigned to it right. and the power comes right. in that you get to redefine, reassign you, and that's that's where everything flips. Because if you can take something negative from your past, I'm air quotes negative labeling it, right? right? That was bad, that didn't feel good, I didn't like it. And all of a sudden you flip it because the opposite of emotional pain is emotional power. If I take something that didn't feel good for me, that is now holding me back in some goal or direction that I want to step out in, and I give it a meaning and I redefine it in a way that absolutely puts me in the right, lights me up. I feel powerful. I, I know who I am. What limits? Like there is nothing. But you become limitless. You you know, this is the, where the power shift happens. Yeah. So it's not that memory or experience. It's just really how it's showing up. What's the present version of it? And right. what do we need to do with that so that it serves you instead? Because that's how it was intended. That's the powerful thing.
0: Yeah yeah right that makes that, sense what a yeah, difference. that makes sense mm-hmm. so are all sensitive people <clears throat> empaths or does an is an empath not necessarily a sensitive person
1: not always so okay. there are highly sensitive people who are in that sensory this right so touch light texture those things that um but empath is really someone who also tunes into a different kind of energy they feel then there's different types of empaths okay so there's animal empaths they're really in tune with animals and they become they may communicate with animals they're not even aware of it right or they're really in tune with um people and emotions they can it's like an emotional x-ray vision they can feel what other people feel those people would say things like oh i just i can't be around a lot of people i feel like i take on everyone's everything and i'm just kind of consumed by it right so there are um, earth empaths are really in tune with nature and they're amazing with plants and gardens okay. and so there's just different and then also you know planetary so many times i'll put out messages like hey if you're noticing this this, this or about the energy or because i i see patterns in my community and comments and clients and so i try to Not it's not that the energy controls you, but we're all energy. Everything's energy. So there's an influence. And so it's always to help you show up in the most powerful way. But not all highly sensitive people resonate with or consider themselves empaths. I just tend to attract empaths because I'm both. Okay. (laughs) So that, that tends to be where they go, yeah, I have this and I have this. And so I just help you package that. It's a
0: gift set, baby. That's the way I look at it. Yeah, yeah. And I had to, it took me a long time to even accept that that was what was going on. And then to see this as an actual gift, um, because we're just, I think we get so much judgment from others that it. Yeah. we see other people's gifts and go, well, I would rather have that
1: right and also so if you look at only 20 percent of the population falls into this sort of area okay so (laughs) most people are saying you're too sensitive or you're too this or why do you that are people who are not in our space how do they have they don't get to define right and i found on my journey as well i was not aware of any of this other than the way that i felt Which I thought there was something seriously wrong with me. I was like, I thought it was a hot mess on the inside, you know, a lot of anxiety, and I didn't understand why I would feel the way I feel, and I would blame it on me, and oh, it's me. And then I started to reach out and notice some of the information out there. Some of it resonated. Wait, there's a thing? Like, oh, this is, it it clicked, but then I started to notice most of the information out there was actually disempowering. It actually presented, I mean, these are real words I've read, if you're an empath, you're, um, you're naive. If you're, you're going to have a harder life, you're going to really struggle with being around people, throw that information out, click delete, delete, move away. No, no, you can be anything you want to be. There's a lot around introverts. Oh, and I hear this a lot in, uh, with some of the women that I work with initially, not after, but, well, I'm an introvert, so I can never do what you do. I'm an introvert and I do what I want to do. So that's the thing that I would really love to shift with anyone listening who has started on that path, or maybe this is new, be selective. You get to be the filter about the information that you are downloading, right? So if you're reading something and it's saying how, well, you are the way you are and that's why your life is hard and you're gonna live a harder life, that's a victim mentality. Yeah, yeah. So this is, you know, Look for information that tells you what you can be, how to talk yourself into what you want to do, not the other way around. I mean, don't we
0: have, we don't want to
1: add to the pile, do we? (laughs)
0: Right? Yeah, yeah, and, but I, I think you raise a great point that we have to remember we're a certain segment of the population. Mm-hmm. And so it would make sense then that this other larger segment of the population is going to, s- to look at us and say, there's something wrong with you because yeah. you're not like us. And yes. Rather and it's than... not
1: right or wrong, it's just different.
0: Right, if right. I
1: like to joke I'm not a sensitive snob. but If you're not sensitive or you're not an empath, how would you have a clue? <laughs> how would you have any ownership? Of what is the right way acceptable to this? Not enough that we're just different, you know. Right. I mean, I use nature to joke around a lot, but a squirrel doesn't look at a bird and tell a bird how to be a squirrel, you know. What I mean, like, yeah, you know, they just go about their business. Can't we just all <laughs> go about their business, and, right. right? And uh, and I find that that part of our uh, part of the. That's why it's important for us to step out and to live empowered, because we are accepting and allowing and inviting, and um, you know, all inclusive, right? Yeah. And that's what we need more of, not less. Yes.
0: <laughs> so let's let's talk about this and the impact it can have on running and growing a business, a a practice, uh, whether coach, consulting, some kind of of independent professional, freelancer, however way you classify yourself, you know, so much of being self-employed, you, it's like a nonstop journey of self-discovery, right? I I tell people it is, it is the most intense personal development experience you will ever have because so often we discover stuff about ourselves that we maybe feel we should have known about ourselves all along but we didn't and then it's well now now what do I do right so many people who are self-employed are on their second or third career really that we've had Mm -hmm. other professions right we worked in corporate life or some other organization we're now out on our own and then we discover that wait what so can you talk a little bit about how this shows up in uh, as a, for independent professionals and how it can be both a plus and a minus
1: yeah well first everything you just pointed out so normal right, I, right. I, there's not I mean wow if there is that's odd, awesome. but entrepreneurs, it is a journey. And I think we need to also I see people like, Oh, I, I finally had the breakthrough. No, it's a breakthrough, <laughs> because we're going to, you know, our, our mission here as spiritual beings living in a physical world as humans <laughs> is to continue to expand. And so everything that you described, having a series of, Um, careers in corporate or in different industries or that's what I call the gathering phase you didn't job hop it doesn't make you know oh my resume I have so many jobs I think that also wrapping just letting your mind just yeah this is a journey and I am learning as I go I've never been here before at this point in my life you know so of course, there's more, and we're learning beings, and so this is where we come alive when we learn new things. Right. So that'll be until our last breath. So if we could just sort of set that aside, that oh, I yeah. should have known. No, see, I'm always learning. Every day is a new experience. And how will how will I make this work? What can I do? Um, you know, being also everything that we just talked about, and with our emotions, and learning who you are, and that self discovery, and then as an entrepreneur, because I'll hear well ugh i don't like sales i mean ugh and i don't want to seem spammy or how do i put myself out there you know what if people reject me and i just i really like to narrow that down too uh, i love simple so it's not rejection and it's it's really just match not a match so you are looking to be your best self who is the best version of me today and i'm going to put my the best version of me today in this moment right out there and the best match people are going to come forward. and those are the people we want to focus on as an entrepreneur and you're stepping out and you're sharing your message and you're doing your things. Uh, there's so many opinions out there. If you get a troll or you get a hater that's a good thing don't worry about them. Yeah. my goodness, put your intention and your energy on where it feels good for you. where are you lit up? Where are you on fire? You know the when I show up to something like this, because maybe we do, maybe I have someone thinking, oh my gosh, I can never do what I really want to do. Uh, you can. And it's really about focusing on how you want to help. Who are you here to help? Who do you want to connect with? Who needs to hear your message today? It is amazing how many times you will start to hear, oh my God, I just needed to hear that today. Thank you for showing up. I just really needed that today. I needed that reminder. I needed that, you know, and the thing I love too, when you you know, people who are gifted, or you look at that and you think, I wish I had what they have, right? Those are just your gifts speaking to you. What you see in the world that you wish you had is your gift. It is a mere a reflection for you. So your soul is saying, hey, look there. See that? We have that. Now it's a matter of how do I activate, which is the way I define activation. A lot of times in spiritual terms, you'll hear that. Oh, how do I activate my gifts? You actively use them. that is how you activate them. If I'm hiding them or, you know, this is just, you have to get into that. You know, I I think too, because I work with a lot of clients who are in what I call the afternoon of their life. And so they're looking for more meaning. Mm -hmm. And if you're in the morning of your life (laughs) and you're in the acquiring, the learning, the gathering, it's, it all goes together. It blends so wonderfully. And the sooner that you can say, I, I really do believe, cause I know that there's many out there right now listening and they go, I know that I'm here for something, something more. I'm here for right. a reason. You are, you are here on purpose. Absolutely. And, and just every day, how, how do I bring more of that forward? And who can I help today? Like I just show up every day and think, how can I be more loving and who can I help today? Who needs to hear something that I can share with them? Because I've been there. I really do get how it feels when you feel alone, or you're questioning your worth, or yeah. And if and I always just say too that because some people will say, "Well, how do I know if my idea will work? Or how do I know if my idea is good enough?" If you have an idea, <laughs> if something a dream's been planted in your heart, it's already spirit qualified. It's already been you don't have to worry about if it's good enough or not right so those are a lot of things mixed in but the biggest thing is just listen to what lights you up if it makes you feel a certain way the person who needs to hear your message they need that that's that's what they're looking for
0: yeah because, because yeah. this is
1: an exchange you know and and if those feelings that we talked about earlier become too believable and you're not you're not sharing and you're not connecting and you're you're, you go unfulfilled and it becomes very painful because you're moving farther away from where you're intended to be, where divine has sent you, so to speak. Great right? to make your impact. And that gets a, that gets to be harder. So if your energy is feeling hard, you're feeling tired, you're feeling, oh, I don't know if I can do this, you're moving farther away. So you can only go to or away, right? You can only move closer to or further away. So just trust in that and, if it feels good for you, you are right on purpose. <laughs> that, is, that is the biggest, that's the summary. If it feels good, if it lights you up, you are absolutely where you're meant to be and you are on purpose, keep going. Just keep adding to that.
0: Do you think that, you know, so much of this, I, I think is from scars that we carry, that we got early on in our life, learning these tough lessons. Do you think these are issues that need to be resolved in some way or can we just recognize okay this is what I'm doing that's not it help it doesn't feel light it's not helping me it's not helping me give more to the world it's not helping me build my business can we just move on without doing the work of addressing things like the origin of of what got me to this point can we move on without addressing that or does that need to be acknowledged and quieted in some way or dealt with healed in some way
1: Mm -hmm. that's a that is an amazing question because there's pressure too. like why can't i just let this go or so if it's something let's say something uh more a simple challenge, going somewhere you've never gone before, a networking meeting or, I don't know, a new place or you can, your mindset, all you have to do is like, what do I need to hear right now? I need to hear this is going to be great. I need to hear that there's great people inside. I need to hear that I want to connect with amazing people that are like me. So in that setting, uh, most definitely, I don't believe you need three years of deep inner work or, I mean, I've had clients come to me after 20 years of therapy, yeah. And they feel worse. Yep. So it's not yep. the amount of time is yeah. what I'm getting at. It's not the amount of time that you invest in healing. Okay. It is the approach and it is what works for you. Are there deeper, what I call energy imprints. So we're talking about memories. If there is a definite pattern in your life, and I teach my clients how to turn a negative pattern because it's really intended to awaken and activate your gifts and to show you what you are here for, um, purpose. How can you help someone from a place of understanding? How can I help people from a place of true understanding about what it's like to feel too sensitive or to have been told or taught they are not worthy or not good enough? If I hadn't experienced it myself, worked through it. And so I do, there are certain things in our past that have made such a deep, painful in a way, imprint okay, that it creates the same pattern. So you start stepping out and you start doing what you love and you're doing everything we just talked about. Oh, this lights me up and I'm so excited. And all of a sudden something in your awareness feels so familiar to that one time when 13 years ago or right. And you're not, it's not conscious. This is subconscious. Our mind is wired. Things activate and trigger as people like to call triggers. Those are such powerful signals for you to know that there is something for you to repurpose. I don't like phrases like, just let it go. Here's a pen. I can just let it go. Yay. But, how? you know, hey, if I could do that, it's not about, like, letting things go. I can let a smile go. I can let a kite go. I can, right? And so fun things are easy to let them come forward. If there's something deeper, painful, I don't like to think about that oh i that was a long time ago and we just shove it right back down there right those are the things that would need to be re, what i what i define as repurposed. and how is it showing up what would serve you better and it's amazing what happens when when someone says oh my god i never looked at it like that right. before yeah. freedom just yeah. liberated themselves what do they want to do they're off and running and doing it and so yes, sometimes, absolutely, mindset in a moment, you can shift that, I mean, in seconds, right? What do I need to hear right now? Right. And so just getting really in tune with how you're feeling and using your mind to shift that and change that and to get right back where you want to be. And if then you see, ooh, but every time I get here, I seem to hit a blocker, a stopper, I feel resistance, and I kind of retreat that's where we wanna do some deeper work. And again, it doesn't take three, 10, 20 years.
0: Right, right. It, this can happen, boom. Yeah, New yeah. Perception. Reperception, freedom. Yeah, so. I agree with you. So I love that phrase or that term repurpose because everything that happens to us, uh, Byron Katie has that great quote, things don't happen to you, they happen for you and And, of course, as children, we're victims. we're true victims. when something people have had amazingly crappy stuff happen to them as children horrible, horrible stuff that should yes, should never have happened. but I do think that it's finding the the positive that you can make out of that.
1: Yes, and you know the deeper work that i do is giving helping my clients give that back to themselves yeah when you spend a lifetime afraid or hurt or wounded emotionally because someone said or did didn't say or didn't do should have been there for me but they weren't and those kinds of that creates you uh i need to be leery or as soon as someone represents that now this all because your subconscious does not know the difference between what's happening right now or what happened 13 20 years ago and so the feeling is the same and right. if this person reminds you of that person <laughs> right is what i'm getting at um, and so those are those are tools yeah. that i and skills that i really teach my clients so they recognize it Because there's a lot out there, too, that, you know, oh, you just need to break your pattern, and I help you shatter your pattern. Your pattern is on purpose, but not to hold you down, not to hold you back, not to scare you, not to, again, it's to activate, oh, I, you know, because when I'm working with my clients, and we identify the pattern, and then I say, now, how is it perfect for you? Usually, they go, wait, what? (laughs) But it wasn't, but it created all of these, no. The way that the pattern is defined is what created the behaviors the choices the beliefs right that have created your current right but what if we redefine and repurpose the pattern and what it means for you what did it teach you about yourself why was it perfect for you what what did it make you so aware of that you cannot help but speak up on it you cannot and you know for me it was being bullied about my emotions and my feelings and and that I wasn't good enough because of the way I was. So for much of my life, I hid in the background. But it, And if I did step, I was so hard. I did it, but it was like this battle, right? right. It's not supposed to be hard. And and so when you do that and you repurpose, you go, wait. So I give the power back to the client. It's not my way. It's not my system. It's Right. What does it mean for you? What do you want it to mean? What does it bring forward? What are you so passionate about? What can't you stand to see in the world as far as pain? And they go, oh, this. And it just starts coming out of them and the passion and the 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 power and the confidence and the conviction. And they go, whoa, no wonder yeah. I've always, you know. Right. So that's, I, I mean, it's just amazing to watch it's just amazing to to witness yeah someone having that kind of moment
0: and it is yeah i think yeah. of of that as it it's it just it, to me that this kind of let's just call it suffering right this kind mm-hmm. of suffering and and yep. challenge as as we grow it's really almost an honor when you think oh. about it Because you, you know, when you think of how steel is made, it's it's melted, right? And then it's reformed and it's even stronger, more durable, more desirable thing. When you think of how gemstones are made, they're tumbled, right? And they're grinded and pressured. And then comes the beauty. So to me, when you can recognize the gift in whatever that negative experience was, whether it was something somebody said or did to you or, you know, whatever it was, I think that's where, for me, the big aha and ability to then step into the use of that gift
1: yes yeah
0: so one of the things that i tend to um hear from clients and i see them wrestle with is this i'll just call it self-judgment right shooting on yourself and uh, I should be farther along, and I shouldn't do this kind of thing, I should be doing that kind of thing, because that's what that guru says to do, so oh, I, yes. right, so, and of course, we all learn from other people, so we're not saying, you know, just sit here and Correct. wait to hatch, um, but, uh, how do we start to build up that you think, you think of this as intuition really mm-hmm. right that there's yes. this signal inside of you this whether you call them nudges, winks, uh, messages how do we start to develop really I think it's courage and confidence to be able to listen to yourself and let things grow out of you and, and step into that. Right. How do we develop that as an ability?
1: You know, everything that we just talked about. So I consider we're on the Epic Living Tour and when you have emotional power, right, you get intuitive clarity because your emotions are such an important part of what we you call your intuitive technology. So trust your first feel, not your second thought example. Okay, so you are listening to a guru, and they're saying, you need to do my system to be successful. All you need to do is ABC, because before I did ABC, I was not successful, but now I do ABC, and so you need to do this too. And you go, oh, and your gut's like, mm, that doesn't feel like me, but then you start thinking, oh, but I'm not successful, they're successful, they've been doing this, they're saying this, they're saying, see, that's ego now, is taking over and then you purchase a program, you take it, you don't like it, you don't participate, you don't succeed with it. And then ego says, see, you're just not, you're not getting it, you're not. And so, hi, so I'm speaking from my experience there, right? So I did that for many, many years. And I started to, and it's not that this does not continue. Intuitive clarity means that you are really trusting how something feels for you. And that comes in as a complete, I just call it a pop. Well, that's it. It's like, you gotta feel, That's your sign. Once we kick it upstairs, it can go up, down, left, right, backwards, right. Like we just kick it around all sides and then you, Oh, well, and we end up either talking yourself into something you actually, it's not aligned for you or you talk yourself out of something that is absolutely the direction for you to go. It is also important. I want to point out because once you learn these skills of really trusting how something feels for you and, by the way there's no intuitive maybe okay that is my hard line i will not budge on that ever it is a yes for you or a no and it will feel yes or eh. it can be a no so if it's not a yes it's a no that's it because yeah. that kicking around and talking self into or out of that is where you get into the ego gray line no okay so you might still make a decision it's important, because this is a skill I teach too, to reflect on your experiences of your past and look where you said, oh, hand to the forehead. I should have listened to myself. Why didn't I listen to myself? Oh, those are huge clues for you. Please use those to teach you that your intuition is there for you 100%. Yeah. There's, th- th- when you get into that and then you, you make decisions faster, they're very aligned, they feel amazing, and, hi, you're having more fun. You're not spending all your time looking at oh, why isn't this working? Why don't I like this now? I have to do this. I have to clean up that. We can just skip a lot of that (laughs) and get into So self-trust Is not a conversation is what I'm getting at. Okay, it's a complete thought by feeling so That feels good Mm, Not feeling that okay, that's that's really as simple as I can put it when it starts into a scenario a conversation that's ego and ego always uses the worst case scenario so you know <laughs> so once you're up there yeah. so go back to your first feel on something and you know what works for someone might not work for you that's okay right you got a whole different thing you can do you know yeah. what what uh, didn't work for someone might be gangbusters for you so nice. you have to go with what works for you and building that self-trust and And again, there's echoes, little ghosts up there that like to throw things in because the ego is a collector of sorts and uh, uh, (laughs) loves to collect facts. But again, not always in the favor, but only really not bashing ego. It's just it wants you to be okay. But you being safe and okay, you can do that for yourself because the version that ego creates of being safe and okay, making all the right decisions, not making the wrong decisions, whatever, can make you really confused keep you very unfulfilled, and, and make this whole entrepreneur thing, like, awful, this is, oh, it's like a wild west, man, like, you can, you can do any, you have a great idea, you can help someone, you put your heart into it, and you get to do that every day, that's amazing, yeah, right,
0: yeah, yeah, but there are so many of us, and I was the same way for so long, there's this self-doubt, yeah. Right. There's just this yeah. tremendous self-doubt. I have a Ph.D. in self-sabotage. Ah, I, I, I did. I did so much of it for so long. I could write an entire dissertation on the subject. And it was only when I started to really recognize that that's exactly what I was doing, was saying, well, I want this. But then I was doing the opposite of actually getting it right so yeah. where does, and I know that that's something that so many people, especially sensitive uh, female entrepreneurs can get into, where does this, where does that come from? Which I know is we could go on for weeks just about that. Um, where does that come from, do you think? and And where does this issue of, or is it tied to, this secret feeling that I say I want this, but I don't think I deserve it. Well,
1: I do like to point out we're not born with self-doubt. You're taught. Right. right? So we're conditioned. Right. So this is the conditioned mind again. I do like to have a lot of fun around the topic of self-sabotage because unfortunately, but fortunately for them, you've gotten into contact with me, I hear it a lot. Oh, I just self-sabotage myself all the time. And I actually like to completely disagree. You would never get up in the morning, self-sabotage with me. I was very intentional. I get up every morning and say, how do I really screw up my day? How can I really go against my goals? What could I do today to really put myself in, in reverse? You don't, this is not a conscious thing. So it is a conditioned thing. So yes, you could say, I absolutely want that. I want to step out and I want to experience this. And I you know, oh, I love that. Wow. And then have, unfortunately, a subconscious belief, which is a conditioned belief, but I don't deserve it. I'm not worthy. Right. Um, I'm not good enough. And so you have this energy thing going on. So it is about strategy in our business, right? We have to have strategy systems and that kind of approach, but it's also an energy and a belief approach because you cannot create this grand new experience with a smaller version of a belief system that doesn't allow that support it, call it in. Right. So we look at, uh, I look at this um, self-sabotage as, um, when you tune into those fearful thoughts or those limitations, that hesitation, that resistance that you feel, I love to ask clients like, "Now I really want you to just, you're not staying there, but just observe and tune into the energy of how that feels. You got it? And they're like, oh, yeah. Where do you feel it? Because I always connect to the body. Oh, I feel it in my stomach. I have a pit in my stomach. Okay, now really tune into the emotions there. Got them? Oh, yeah. And then, who does it remind you of? <gasps> and I go, and who pops in? It's not, and this isn't a, uh, um, we don't then get off topic on that person. who. But they go, oh, my God, when I was seven and my dad said to me, or my mom always used to say I wasn't working hard enough. Or. And so now I can get back to the root. So there's, if you are like consciously saying, I want it all and I want to step out and I want to help people. And there's this little chattery thing subconsciously going, but you're not good enough. You don't work hard enough. Wow. Well, you're going to have a hard time. I'm not going to tell you can't do it. I'll tell you, you can do anything. Okay. But how you get to do it, do you do it and get to enjoy it? Or do you have to work super hard and it's not good enough anyway, which is a pattern for a lot of. A lot of women entrepreneurs right no matter how much they achieve or accomplish right. they never get to arrive right and you know so yeah so you can want something see it feel it tell yourself it behave differently because subconsciously there's something going on and and it's not actually such a big mystery like when you break it down like that and just take through the steps and then we say well, what did you need to hear in that moment in that experience, you know, and I, I actually take my clients back to, because, um, you know, it's all energy. So there's no time. If people say you can't change the past. You can change how the past shows up for you. <laughs> so yeah. you actually can't. Yeah. Right. So yeah, there, there's definitely things that can happen like that. But absolutely, you can change it. You can shift how it shows up in your awareness. And when you do that, You know, it's not supposed to be so miserable to step out and and scary and sure you're nervous sometimes, but that should be a rush and an adventure and and to be able to say I really helped I really helped someone today because I did that. You know that. Please, if you're listening and you're doing, you're you're an entrepreneur and no matter where you are on your journey, this is something that I I do every day. I look at all the things that have happened because I stepped out all the lives i've touched every testimonial i ever get i really bring awareness to it that would have never happened that person would not be feeling that way if i had stayed in the shadows so you get to bring presence to yourself you're making a difference be determined to make your impact it's we need to do this for each other you know this is a collective we're not in this alone so that that's just something you know from my heart that you get to really acknowledge that and bring presence to the difference you are making
0: it's what keeps it going yeah yeah that's great so we could go on for days about all of this i know because we're both on the same page here and i know we both are so passionate about this but people will be happy to hear that we won't tell me, tell us where exactly what it is that you do with with your clients. You've alluded to some of that in our conversation and where can they go to get more information?
1: Absolutely. So I really help you assess your between, because I look at everything as energy, but we have to make sure that you're feeding your soul in a way right through your physical your mental your physical and your spiritual energy if you just focus on one not the other it's like trying to drive a car with one wheel that type of thing so right mm-hmm. we want to make sure that you're filling that up and also looking into your memory closet <laughs> and what is what is in there that you don't need anymore or that can be repurposed right and um and shifting and changing those so you show up in an aligned state. In other words, that confidence, that conviction to get out, that sharing your message, right? I work with dreamers. They come in all different versions and different industries and it's amazing. And I don't know what your, you know, your dream is, but it's important to fulfill that for you and also for the people that you are meant to impact and they're waiting. And they're asking and they're praying and they're and that's what's so important to me to get to witness that and be part of that journey and and help you really step into um, fulfilling that and bringing it to the world is just amazing and lights me up. So that's the part. That's why I do it. It's what lights me up is watching you, you know, step forward. So um, and that's that's a mix of of all different things. Right. We look at I look at coaching I work with your your energy and your body and uh, and helping you also reconnect. Because if you're everything we talked about in this episode, you may be living from the neck up, lots of thinking, and avoiding the feeling, but the feeling is where your power is. We want to flip that emotional pain to emotional power and get you into that intuitive clarity and on your way. Outstanding. Yes.
0: And where can people go to learn more about you and connect with you?
1: Absolutely. I'm to the best place. Just my free gift at onpurposewithnicole.com. You'll grab my... because. I think spiritual and and growing should be fun. (laughs) So a party like pineapple, but really it's about 10 quick simple tips to take your power back right here, right now. So you can can just move into the next space that you're meant to be in.
0: Excellent, awesome. And I know Nicole's also all over social media. It's how we connected was on Facebook. So we'll include all of her links there as well in the show notes. Nicole, thanks so much for spending so much time with me today. I really appreciate it. Always love chatting with you about this kind of stuff could go on for days. Thanks.
1: I have had a blast. Thanks for having me. This is, I'm going to be lit up now wherever I go today. Woo. <laughs> Just awesome. Thank you.
0: All right. I hope you found that helpful. If you found this useful, please share this episode with your connections. Please leave a great review for it on the platform where you consumed it. You can become a fan of the show and access back episodes and resources by going to couragepodcastfan.com and subscribing to The Vault. It's free, of course, and includes back episodes from every season, along with bonus content and resources all in one place. You'll get an email when a new episode is added, And you'll also receive information, tips, and strategies to help you achieve your biggest business goals. All right, so your cocktail exercise, otherwise known as a reflection exercise, no alcohol needs to be involved, don't overindulge, and don't drink and drive. Your reflection exercise is really to think about the story you tell yourself about your goals and why you're not achieving them, and your action step. I want you to look at where you are right now and identify what's keeping you from taking action to achieve your goals. Do you resist getting your message out? Are you afraid to have marketing conversations or for fear of rejection? Do you spend all day focused on tasks that really don't move the needle forward on your business? If you believe the negative experiences of your past life are impacting you and holding you back in this new one that you're creating, then please get help. No amount of positive thinking and hard work is going to get you past the issue unless you face it, recognizing it, recognize it, and put it to rest, or repurpose it, as Nicole would say. If you found value in this episode, please share it, and remember, you can become a fan of the show and get access to the vault with all the back episodes and resources, and the episodes are in both audio and video format, by the way, along with that bonus material. You can find that at couragepodcastfan.com. And in addition to the episodes, you'll get information, tips, and resources to help you come out of hiding, get your message out in a more powerful way, and achieve your business goals so you can profit from your expertise. Thanks for listening, and remember, you deserve all the success you dream of.